is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, has really taken the world by storm because God has chosen him to reveal patterns and signs and blood moons and jubilees and things that God has put in the Bible so that his children would not be caught unawares. He tells me there is more to it that God has revealed that he's never revealed publicly. Would you like to hear what he's about to tell us? You know, the last time I had Rabbi Jonathan Kahn on the show, I don't think he had a clue what was in store for his life. Uh, Jonathan, I am just so excited that God had you on our show before anyone ever heard of you. <laughs> well, well, for your mother, <laughs> not my mother. Yeah, the very the, it was the Lord that the very first thing I ever did was here. Was it supernatural? Actually, before the Harbinger came out, and that was what the Lord chose to launch everything. Well, I'm I'm very grateful, and I, I believe that there is some insight that. God wants you to release on this show. Uh, for those that aren't familiar uh, with the harbinger, harbinger is a word that means warning, signs, and there were nine harbingers uh, that happened to ancient Israel, and Jonathan showed that they not only have happened here in the United States, but they're still happening. And then uh, tell me about the Shemitah. What is that word? What's the yeah. origin of it? Yeah, the, the mystery of the Shemitah really lies behind everything from the rise and fall of the economy, the, the co uh, collapse of Wall Street, the rise and fall of nations. I mean, affecting our lives has affected it, I believe will affect. And this is an ancient mystery from Sinai that God gave this to Israel. We know about the seven-day Sabbath, you know, right. but people don't know, many of them, that, that every seventh year was a Sabbath year called the Shemitah. That's what the Shemitah is. And for the entire year, there was no sowing, no reaping, no plowing, the land rests. And on the last day, something unique happens. On the last day of the Shemitah, it's called Elul 29, all the nation's debts are wiped out, all its credit is wiped out, the financial cleaning of the slate, total financial nullification. Now, on that day, Elul 29, now this was supposed to be a blessing. Yeah, in fact, I was telling you at dinner yeah. last night that when I, when I knew about it from reading the scriptures or being a Jew, I, always, I never even thought of the negativity. I thought that it was just a blessing. Yeah, well, that's the way that, you know, it is a blessing when you follow God. But when Israel turned away from God, the warning of the Shemitah was, if you turn away, this is going to turn from a blessing to a judgment. So here is the big, the big question is, 
Could this still be in effect? Or could this seven-year pattern that God wove there, could it still be in effect? And at times, can it be a sign warning a nation or civilization in danger of judgment? And the answer is yes. Okay, well, the, the, the only way we're going to really get an answer to that question is let's look at history. Uh, let's look at the last seven-year cycles or the seven, yes. the last seven yes. Shemitahs. What can we learn from uh, that? Quite a lot. First of, all, first of all, in the last 40 years, there have been five major uh, financial collapses, long-term collapses. Wall Street reaches its peak and then goes down. The years are 1973, 1980, 87, 2000, and 2007. Every single one of them happens on a seven-year cycle from the one before the one after. Not just that, every single one of them happens during the year of the Shemitah. We can't call that coincidence. It gets even, it gets even more than that. I mean, it happens in the month September. That's when it collapses. That's seven years to the month of 9-11. It happens the second week of, of September. That's the, the week of 9-11. In fact, when America is commemorating 9-11, the second shaking is being uh, set in motion on Wall Street to the, yet the greatest collapse in history. This is September 29, 2008. Greatest stock market wiping out financial accounts ever to this day. So the two greatest collapses to those days each happen on the, the day, the same biblical day, the day that God happened to appoint, warning of God, and they happen exactly seven biblical years apart, down to the day, the hour, the minute, the second, the closing bell. Only the hand of God could do that. Okay, this begs the question. Tell me about the seventh Shemitah. Okay, this is the seventh Shemitah is this. It's not just a seven-year cycle. Every seventh Shemitah ushered in a super Shemitah, which is we call the Jubilee. The next seventh Shemitah is the year 2015, and the Shemitah, this period of the Jubilee, begins September 2015 to September 2016. Now, not dogmatic what God has to do, but if it follows the pattern, each time it means war, war in the Middle East, major war, concerning Israel and ending up with a major prophetic end-time restoration beginning on Yom Kippur. That's when it starts. I want to remind you, let's take advantage of this interactive live show. I want you to send us your questions, and I'll have Jonathan answer your questions, and uh, I'm sure we're going to have so many. Uh, but even before we get to that, I've got to ask you this. How in the world did you figure all this out? You're not that smart. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, you're not. How did you figure it out? Well, first of all, I, what happened was, first of all, we live outside New York City. We're in New Jersey. And we could see 9-11 when it happened across the river. My wife, who was, who was going to be my wife at that point, she was supposed to be down at ground zero at the hour of that all happening. Last minute, her plans are changed. So I'm praying as I'm watching the smoke go up, and I'm, I'm led to a passage of Scripture, or the chapters, which is Isaiah 9 and chapters 10. And I, it wasn't in that in that section is the harbinger of scripture. But I was looking at the whole thing. The context was when God warns a nation in danger of judgment, this first shaking, they trying to get them back. Well, I saw that a little a, a week later, David Wilkerson is in New York City. I didn't know about this till years later. He gives a word, he says, from America. He says, this is from God. And the word he gives is Isaiah 9:10, the same word, the harbinger scripture, without seeing the harbingers, the, the sign of a nation being warned by God but defying it. Then I'm in New York City, I'm at Ground Zero, I'm standing right outside, I see an object, it's the tree that was struck down, one of the harbingers in the book. And something says, you have to seek this out, there's, a, there's something you must find there. So I start seeking about this tree. I'm led immediately back to Isaiah 9:10, And what happens is this becomes a puzzle piece. This is like an ancient mystery, one puzzle piece to the next one, the next one. And every time I needed a key or the next step, 
someone would say a word, it would be the next thing. Or something, I'd be typing on my computer, something would come up that I didn't ask for, and that was the next key. So the Lord made sure that every step I found it. This is really supernatural. This totally. is not, that's what I was trying to say. He is a smart man, but this is beyond smart. This is from another dimension. He is, he is getting information on what is about ready to happen to planet Earth. Uh, by the way, we have a great question for you. Joseph, why don't you give us a question? I do. Uh, Esther wrote in and she's asking, or she's saying, doesn't the Shemitah only apply to Israel? Okay. Well, it's like saying, do, does the Bible only apply to Israel? The Bible says that all these things are for our instruction or our edification, number one. Number two, the Shemitah was, was just like the Sabbath. It was given to Israel, but it applies, there's an application to everybody. And when the Shemitah came in 586 BC, when the land was, was, was judged accordingly, the nation of the kingdom of Babylon had to rise up at the exact time, according to the Shemitah, to do it. The, the kingdom of Persia had to rise up to end it at the end. So you have the rise and fall of nations already affected by the Shemitah. You can even argue that the tribulation period, which is seven years, is linked to this cycle as well. You know, I never thought about it. That yeah. is amazing. It comes from, well, the tribulation is the last seven of Daniel 7s. Right. Daniel 7s, he's praying about the, the, seven, seven, the 77s. That's linked to the 77s of judgment on the nation of Israel, of the Shemitahs. So the, the Shemitah is there from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and the pattern, it's so phenomenal. Uh, for instance, tell me about the last yes. seven, seven-year periods or last seven yeah. Shemitahs. Well, every, the, every single one of the last long-term economic or financial collapses, every single one happens on a seven-year cycle. Every single one happens, not just seven-year cycle, but on the exact Shemitah appointed by God, every single one. And in fact, the last seven, you go back, every single one has seen a collapse, one way or the other, every single one. And one of those, one, be, it's not just the financial realm, it goes into the, the rise of nations. And the, it actually means shaking as well. So you've got even 9-11 happened according to the Shemitah, happens on the last climactic week of that nullification. The, and the thing is, it's been increasing. It's been intensifying. The last two Shemitahs, for it, well, actually the last two shakings were 9-11 and then the economic collapse in 2008. 2008, 2001, seven-year cycle. Happens down, matching down to, the, down to the month, down to the week. They match together. And when you have the greatest collapse in world history to this day, as September 29, 2000, actually, they, they went into the into the New York Stock Exchange, rang the opening bell, and that morning the bell refused to ring. Even they took it, even Wall Street took it as a sign. Comes the greatest collapse ever in history, happens what day on Elul 29, appointed by God to wipe away the financial yes. room. Not just, not just the once a year, but only the one that comes once every seven years, that's when it happened. Go back seven years from that day, and you find the other greatest collapse in, in 2001 happens on the exact same day. The two greatest collapses happen exactly seven biblical years down to the day, the hour, the minute, the second, the closing bell. Only the hand of God can do that. And just to throw this in, the fingerprint of God, this all linked to sevens. Well, when you have that crash in 2008, how much is wiped out? 7%. How much is wiped out in 2001? 7% in one day. What's the, what's the closing number in 2008? The greatest crash? 777. On the Closing day of sevens. Yeah. The, the Dow was seven. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine that? Yeah. I mean, I think God's trying to get our attention. We have another question. Joseph. 
Do. Mike wrote in and he's asking, is there a correlation between the seven-year Shemitah and the seven-year tribulation? Well, just touching on it, yeah, going back from what we, we mentioned, is that I believe so. And first of all, that seven-year period you see again and again. But on top of that, that seven-year period is the seventh week of Daniel's 77s. And 77s, he's doing it, by the way, during the period, he's getting that revelation during the period of the 70 years, represented 77s of judgment. He's getting a 77s period of redemption. And so, yes, it all goes back to the Shemitah. We have uh, another question. Uh, yeah. Um, so Nina wrote in and she's asking, uh, do you think that the Shemitah and Harbinger convergence will bring about God's final judgment on America and the world? Um, I believe, and we'll talk about, you know, the future, and I always put a caveat, God can do whatever he wants in whatever his time period. But I believe everything is converging. We're watching a gigantic convergence of factors at this, at this time, very dangerous period. Um, I believe it can bring, I believe a great shaking is coming. We'll talk about that. But I believe it can, it can bring the judgment of America, the shaking of America, which will affect the world and world history. I mean, whether it happens at this point or not, I believe it's coming. And it could, this is a dangerous period where things are converging right now. All right, you mentioned the word convergence. Name some things that are converging. Well, okay, number one, America and God. We, are, we, are, we, have, never been, we have never been so racing towards judgment as we are now. We have America is crossing line after line after line in defiance of God. Actually, according to the pattern of the Shemitah, of the harbinger, that the nation goes away from God, you know, mm -hmm. even being born. Uh, we are watching, the, at the same time America's falling from God, at least it had the grace of having supported Israel, you get blessed by the Abrahamic covenant. Right. But now, at the same time America's falling away from God, it's, it's falling away from Israel. It's the worst ever in the history of those two nations. At the same time, the, the president has said, you know, he's signing this, this covenant with Iran, which, which Israel says, you're putting us in danger. He gave two months to them. That two months, he says, to, to get this, that two months comes right in, in September, this period of the, of the harbinger, the Shemitah, all these things. You also have the harbingers continuing. You have, the, by the way, the last of the nine harbingers has just been completed now in the year of the Shemitah. That tower was just, they just put the top, they, they just opened up the top. Two days later, it's struck by lightning. You know, the, you have all these things, uh, you know, the apostasy, the defiance, the harbinger, and then you have the Shemitah. Then you have the super Shemitah, which we didn't talk about yet. Um, you have the blood ones. You have all these things. These are, if we, if we were weathermen, we'd say there's a dangerous storm ahead. The, 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 all, the, all the factors are together. Okay, Joseph, another question. Yeah, Sherry just wrote in on Twitter, and she said, so what you're talking about right now, what does this mean for believers in America right now? I believe the time is late. I believe even if you didn't know about any of this, even if you just watched the signs of the time, watch what's happening in America, I believe that the time is late and we need to be ready. We need to be ready for shaking. Um, we need also, uh, you know, there's persecution coming. If you watch the way the culture is going, we need to be ready for that as well. I believe God is separating the wheat from the chaff. And it's a time of polarization where the grays become disappearing and you are end up with blacks and whites. You're ending up with light and darkness. And it is time to be not intimidated. It's time to be stronger for God right now. I do believe that God has grace. I believe that also that through shaking, God's purpose is revival. I believe as a nation, we've come to a point so hard and deafened to God that it's going to take him shouting for there to be revival. Remember after 9-11, everybody was flocking to churches, but there was no revival because there was no repentance. You can have no revival without repentance. And so I believe that I believe that's the dynamic, that the point is that God is, is in, in fact, if we didn't have a shaking, then I'd say there's almost no hope. But the fact is, I believe through shaking, God is calling for revival. And this could be the greatest revival in the midst of judgment that has ever been. What has, what has it done to your faith 
as you see all these ancient patterns being fulfilled over, 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 over. I've been blown away. I mean, I mean, when when the, when the, when it started with the harbinger, I was just I was sitting back and just being blown away, blown away, blown away, and I just marvel at God. And you know, even and not only not only the you know these mysteries, but how then the Lord brought it. You alluded to one, and even how it became it went forth to America. It happened all through a supernatural move of God. I know that everything is in God's hands. I mean, I know that that God is in charge of everything. I mean, we know that theologically, but I know that in every way. And so I'm just amazed. I know that God is charting this. I know that there's a purpose, a strategy. It's not just about a book or it's a strategy from God that he warns before judgment so that when it comes, it won't, people won't be able to say, okay, that just happened. But God is calling. That's the point. So I am I, amazed. I'm in awe. It only humbles me. Yeah, you know, there are so many things that he's saying right now that your mind is probably spinning like my mind is. But I want to know, at this particular Shemitah year, What's been going on is prophetic signs. I, I want to know why Wall Street has come up with a seven-year cycle knowing nothing about the Shemitah, and Wall Street people are calling Jonathan when they found out that he has it from the Bible, they have it from their numbers. I, I want to get these answers. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Log on to SidRoth.org slash Fall Feasts and find out what Sid Roth has to share about the Biblical Fall Feasts, the Shemitah, and the coming forth blood moon. Is this a time to be fearful? Some say that there is a great time of shaking coming. Sid Roth shares that fear tolerated is faith contaminated. Find out how this season can be an appointed time, an open portal to access God and experience major breakthrough. Get ready. The best is yet to come. We now return to It's Supernatural. Uh, this is absolutely fascinating to me uh, that here Wall Street knows nothing about a word Schmidt. In fact, most, people, most believers never heard of that word. But it's in, the, it's in the Bible. It's the Hebrew word. By the way, the word Shemitah, you said something that I've never seen before. One of the meanings of the Hebrew word Shemitah means fall. Yeah, yeah. The, what it's taken as is the meaning release, but it actually means not only release, it means the fall, the shaking, or the collapse. It means to <laughs> let fall. So that, that's, you see, the double-edged sword right there. It can be a blessing or a judgment. Okay. Why is Wall Street coming up with the same patterns of seven years that the Bible is coming up with, and they don't know the Bible. That shows it. It's a witness because it's true, because it's happening. I started getting contact from people on Wall Street saying, we've seen this pattern. And they have their seven-year pattern is charted out by many, many Wall Street observers. Not only that, not just a seven-year pattern, but seven years on the Shemitah, and they had no idea what it was. So <laughs> now, now there's a whole a stir in Wall Street saying, what is this Shemitah? What is this thing? Now, you talk about a word, foreshadowings. Yes. What are the foreshadowings mm. of the yeah. fall yeah. that we're seeing? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, the, the pattern of the Shemitah is, tends to be that it, the, it starts out mildly, and then, and then if it's going to manifest in this cycle, the last part is the dramatic part. That's when you head up to that Elul 29 wipeout time. So that is the dramatic part. 
And the, yet in the last one, 2007 and 8, there was actually foreshadows on the first day of the Shemitah, in the beginning of the Shemitah, of what would happen at the end, the collapse of the end. This Shemitah, very interesting what happened. First of all, at the end of September 2014, all of a sudden Wall Street started, started reeling violently for about a month. Nobody could explain it. It started the, the end of September. That was the, it started the week that the Shemitah began. Number two, another thing, one of the signs of judgment in the Bible is pestilence or plague. We had a scare last September, and it was that of Ebola. The day that the, the first signs of Ebola appeared in America was September 25th, in that, September 25th is the opening day of the Shemitah. The, another sign of judgment, which could be a coming judgment, is shaking or like or natural disaster earthquakes in the Bible. Well, one of the things that happened last September is an earthquake struck America over six on the Richter scale. What day? September 25th, the same opening day of the Shemitah. All these things happened on the opening day. And not only that, there are signs, you know, I've warned for a while, Sid, you know this because we, we've talked that if America doesn't turn back to God, its crown as the head of nations will be removed. Yeah, that, you, you said that on the show. Absolutely. And we have not turned back. In fact, we've gone farther. Wait, the, what do you mean by crown? Well, the head of nations. You know, they, and, and, they dethroned. Yeah. In every, in every age, there's a head of nations. Well, America has become the head of nations. But that is only by God. If we, if we, we, cannot, we cannot drive God out of everything. We cannot defy him and expect the blessings of God mm -hmm. to continue. So one of the things that happened at the very opening part of the Shemitah, the first few weeks, two things happened. One is... America's crown as the head, the number one military nuclear power on earth was removed. It passed to Russia at the very opening of the Shemitah. The next week, something else happened. The, America has been the strongest economic power on earth since 1871 when it, it, it surpassed the British Empire. That's the beginning of the American age. Well, that came to an end. As the Shemitah began, second week, America's crown as the strongest economic power was removed and passed to, you can guess, China. That was just the very beginning. Now, remember, the Shemitah means the fall. One of the things about it is the Shemitah is not just about the rise and fall of economies, but the rise and fall of nations. Na America actually rose during a Shemitah, and could it fall linked to a Shemitah as well? So here is the rise and fall of civilization, and we're already watching that thing about, about China. That's the end of the American age. That's the beginning of the end of the American age. Okay. Do we have any questions, Joseph? Um, yeah, so uh, I hope I get, I'm hoping I get this name right, but it's Wadliak is asking... Um, is the Chinese economic crisis tied to the convergence of the Shemitah and the blood moons and what's well, going on Well, it's very interesting. I mean, and, and again, without being dogmatic about how the Lord does it, but it's interesting because here we are coming to the end of this climax period of the Shemitah. Last two times has been financial collapse. And yet what we're watching all of a sudden, we, we, the world financial system is destabilizing. Uh, the Greek crisis happened. And then the Chinese, Chinese is, the stock markets have been, have been free falling for a time. It can go up and down, but it's, this volatility is back. So I would, I would watch it. It's very, very, really fascinating that it's happening at this exact time. Yeah, I don't know if you can answer this question, but what I'm trying to figure out is why do some people in our country want Iran, who is a sworn enemy of our country, to have an atomic bomb? I don't get it. Well, I think that this is one of the things about America and Israel. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's the, here's the Abrahamic covenant. Abrahamic covenant says that whatever you do to Israel, it's not just if you bless it, whatever you do to Israel comes back at you. If you put Israel in danger, what will happen to America? 
if you abandon Israel, what will happen to America? And the president said, we are going to reassess our relationship with Israel. Well, then what will God reassess with America? So I, I'd be very careful with this. Uh, and the other thing, you know, the, you know, Netanyahu came to Congress and he warned, he warned them. And the, the day he came to Congress, it, the, that nightfall was the fast of Esther. That was the exact day that they celebrate Esther coming before the king to warn the king of the, of the danger on his people, on the people. Of, so I, I believe this is very major. And whatever happens is going to, I'm not afraid so much for Israel. I'm concerned for America because, you know, God's with Israel. But who, whatever you do gets done to you. Yeah, Obadiah 1.15, as you've done to Israel, it will be done to you. I sure hope the right people are listening to us right now. Joseph, do you have a question? I do. Um, Mary is asking, do you foresee America becoming an enemy and possibly even going to war with Israel? I don't see America going, I don't see America going to war with, against Israel in the near future, but I do see the danger of America abandoning Israel and putting Israel in a place of danger, uh, which is just as bad in the end, you know, commission or omission. Okay, another question. Eddie Rocky is asking, what's going to happen to the trillion-dollar American debt um, in this time? What, or, or he even asked uh, for the, the, the debt that's in all the world, for that matter. What's going to happen? Well, here's the interesting thing is the Shemitah, you know, biblically deals with debt, wipes debt away. Oh, well, that, you know, I like that. But, yeah, you like but, that. But I think you're going to head towards something that I don't like. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, it could be good or not. And so, and so what's happened, the interesting thing is the, the cycles of the Shemitah have been stronger, when I looked at this after the book, have been, have been most powerful when the debt levels were the highest. That's when it, it is, is the most. Now, we are right now at an astronomical. We've never in the history of the world have had this debt level. It's not that America forgives, the, the debts get forgiven, you know, in this judgment form, but they cause collapse. And that's what's happened in, in the last ones. The debt level, as the debt level rises, the, the, the effect of the Shemitah has been more powerful each time. And we are now at the precipice of debt. Another question on the economy. Yes. Um, Ray and Carol Ann are asking, should Christians get out of the stock market at this time period? Okay. I'm not a, I'm not a financial analyst, but I will say this, you know, I can speak personally. And personally, I would not feel safe having my investment in the well-being of the stock market right now. I would not. Um, I believe that is for safety. I believe that it's wise to be safe uh, financially. I believe it's also wise to, and I'm not a survivalist, I'm a revivalist, but I believe it's wise to also have essentials on hand if things break down for a time, um, that you can also bless others. Um, there are those who are investing against the stock market, but I, I, what I'm saying is I would not have my faith in the, the American or the world stock market system. Even, even I would be careful about the banking system. You just be, well, you're a careful person anyway. Another question on the economy. One more that came in, and it's from Janie, but honestly, a lot of people are asking this. Um, would it be wise to convert cash to silver or gold? <laughs> um, well, again, I'm not a financial analyst. I would say is that, that silver and gold are hedges against the dollar. If you have, if you, but it depends if you have deflation or inflation. It can go either way, you know, um, but it's a hedge. So I think it's not, it's not unwise to have some of these hedges. Here's what I'd like to see. I would like to see Rabbi Jonathan Kahn address senators and congressmen. Would you like to see that and tell these Well, he did it. Let's take a look at it. When the leaders of ancient Israel turned away from God, when they abolished his precepts and broke his covenant, they did so in the shadow of Moses, whose voice cried out to them in warning. Mr. President, when you address the nation from this house, look up. Look up above the senators and the representatives, above the Supreme Court justices and above the invited guests, and you'll see a face 
the only full visage in that wall. Looking back at you, it is the face of Moses. And if that face could speak, it would say this, no man can overrule the laws of God, no order can annul the order of God, and no judgment of man can stand against the judgments of God. Invoke not his judgment, but choose life. Lead in the way of repentance. Invoke the grace of God that he might have mercy on this land. We've come to a most critical moment. Tonight, America stands at the crossroads. We will trust in the name of the Lord our God, in the name above all names, above all kings, above all powers. We will trust in the only name given by which we can be saved. We will trust in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the judge of all judges, the light of the world, the glory of Israel, the foundation stone upon which this nation came into existence, and the only answer, the only chance, and the only hope that America has that it might once again shine with the light of the fire of the presence of the glory of the living God and not go to hell. So I'm excited. Jonathan, what is the significance of you being able, that privilege of speaking before these people? Well, in the Bible, God always sends a word to the thrones and to powers. And I believe God warns before he judges. And so I believe God wants the word to go forth to the highest thrones of the land, just as he did again and again in the Bible. So he's opening these doors that I would never have imagined when we started here. That, that is to get the word to the thrones of America, to the power that they are warned. Before judgment, there is always a specific event. Mm. And this event, Jonathan is going to share with you when he, we come back. Mm. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Now, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn uncovers what's beyond the harbinger and the Shemitah. What is next? Call right now to get Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's exclusive offer, which includes his six-part prophetic audio CD revelation, newest prophetic mysteries revealed, plus his powerful DVD, The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked. Yours for a donation of $49. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9344. This exclusive six-part prophetic audio CD series is not available anywhere else. It contains revelation not contained anywhere else. Understand what's next beyond the Harbinger and the Shemitah. What lies ahead in the wake of this Shemitah year? What does Iran have to do with biblical prophecy concerning warning and judgment? What will happen to America if its faltering relationship with Israel continues? What is the return of the second Harbinger? What significance is the Elijah paradigm? What is the act of desecration that precedes judgment? And how can we prevent it? What are concrete steps we can do to prepare practically and spiritually? How can you and your family survive overcome and prosper during the approaching storm. How can you be a part of the greatest revival of all time that is yet to take place on planet Earth? This six-part prophetic audio CD series is only available through this It's Supernatural TV offer. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's powerful DVD, The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked, is like nothing you've ever seen. With riveting visuals and illustrations, the prophecies concerning Shemitah and beyond will be understood like never before. This is also a great DVD to show or give to your unsaved or lukewarm loved ones and friends. Time is short. Don't delay in getting Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's exclusive offer, which includes his six-part prophetic audio CD revelation, newest prophetic mysteries revealed, plus his powerful DVD, The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked, yours for a donation of $49. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9344. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please Specify offer number 9344 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. 
we now return to It's Supernatural. I want to find out what is the specific biblical event that often happens before judgment comes on a nation. One of the patterns of the Bible before judgment, one act often precedes that. That's the act of desecration. What happens is Ezekiel is taken to the temple of Jerusalem, shown idols and desecration of the temple, the holy place, and then he's shown the judgment that's coming. Daniel is in Babylon, and they, the king calls for the cups of Jerusalem, the temple of Jerusalem, the holy cups of God to be taken out, partied with. They pour wine, they drink to the gods. They are desecrating God's uh, holy vessels. Now, desecration is when you take something that's of God and you turn it against its purpose. Then, then the handwriting appears on the wall. This night is going to be judgment. Okay, so here's the act of desecration. Has there been an act of desecration linked to this? Well, there's another vessel of God that is just as holy as those vessels of the temple. That is the vessel of marriage. And here, something made by God, what America did, what America did is it struck down the biblical order of God, and what it did is take this holy vessel and turned it against its purpose. That's an act of desecration, number one. Then it was celebrated throughout the land with a sign of the rainbow. The rainbow doesn't belong to anything but God, anyone but God. The rainbow belongs to God. And the rainbow is a holy vessel. And so here you've got two desecrations. You're turning two holy things against the purposes of God. Uh, they had like the rainbow at the White House. Well, this is the, this is the last thing. You have a third desecration. You had, when this appeared, when this, this thing in Babylon appeared, it was the palace of the land. It represents the whole land. Well, the White House represents the entire land. What happens? The final act of desecration. The White House becomes an act of desecration. You have a triple desecration, Sid. And here's the rainbow, the sign of God linked to judgment and mercy. And it's being twisted. I mean, we could not do more in God's face than this. And this is the template of the harbinger because what happens is that the nation, instead of coming back to God, becomes more defiant in God. And so we've got a dangerous uh, convergence here. At all these things are coming together and America crossed that line. Things are not going to be the same. This is the, this is the key, a key act of desecration that in the Bible precedes judgment. Well, Jonathan says he calls it a perfect storm. Uh, briefly, yeah. what is the ingredients that are going on? Well, every, there's, I've never, I don't know about you, Sid, I've never seen so many things converge at this time. On one hand, you have America's apostasy. On the other hand, you have the harbingers continuing, which are indication of a progression to judgment. On the other hand, you also have America and Israel. Here's the saving grace that America was blessed because it blessed Israel. At the same time of turning away from God, it's turning away from Israel. Dangerous combination. The, the president has given, uh, you know, uh, said that we're going to pass this treaty, which is, which, which Israel says is putting us in danger and all in the same period. You also have the, by the way, the tower, this harbinger, the last of the harbingers is being completed this year, this year. It just, they just opened up the top. Two days later, a storm came and, and struck that tower three times with lightning on top of it. We are watching everything converge, the Shemitah, blood moons, the super Shemitah, all these things. It's a dangerous period. So that, that begs the question again. Yeah. I want to know you're sanctified. I mean, God has raised you up. Uh, you, the way you explained all these things coming on you to be able to present this, it's all supernatural. I want to know your sanctified opinion as to what is next. Okay, I believe a great shaking is coming to this nation and the world, but this nation, 
It will involve the financial realm, the economic realm, and will be a shaking even greater than that, and not just one shaking. I believe that, you know, in the, in the Bible, the way these things happen, judgment can come through natural disaster, through financial collapse, through man-made disaster like terrorism, all those things. And the thing is that when people say the timing, you know, I'm very cautious. I give the caveat. God doesn't have to do anything according to our schedule. But whether the shaking happens at this time or not, I believe we are entering a dangerous time when it could happen. And that is the time of the Shemitah, the all these things coming, the Shemitah's wake in the autumn period. And we have a, also another dangerous period, which is 2015 to 16, according well, to all well, these well, things. Wait, how come? You call this the wake of the Shemitah. Explain yeah, this. Yeah, really, the, the, the high point, the climax of the Shemitah, comes at the end, and that's when the wipeout comes, and that ushers in the next period that manifests all that. If you look at the greatest collapses in American history, the, the, the period is right after this because it happens after a little 29. So this whole autumn period, I believe we need to watch, not that God has to do it, but we need to be ready. One of the reasons why I've given these teachings is that God's people be ready, that we be prepared for that. Okay. We've heard a lot of, I, I, I'll call it for what it is, gloom and doom. No one wants to hear gloom and doom. Not me, not Jonathan. Is there any good news? Yes, wherever there's... Oh, good! <laughs> if I walked out now, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> wherever there's God, there's good news. Wherever there's God, there's hope. Now, here's the thing. God is always for redemption. I believe this. I believe the purpose of the shaking is not, is not for... The purpose of the shaking is to bring revival. Meaning, if there was no shaking, I believe there wouldn't be hope. Because America's grown so deaf into God, it's going to take a shaking. Most of us came to the Lord because of a shaking. Same with nations. I believe that the shaking that's coming can, if we are ready and, and according to the sovereignty of God, can lead to the greatest revival we have ever seen, ever. End time revival. And it, there can be judgment and revival at the same time. Is there a strategy for us? Tell me. Yeah, I would say, I mean, one of the things I, we talked about is the Elijah paradigm in the teachings. And that is, that is that one is we have to be more and more God's people have to be unplugged from the world now, more weaned from being dependent on the world when this happens. Number two, we have to be more plugged into God, just like Elijah was, a man of God, man of prayer, man of power. We have to be bold. We have to be committed. There's a whole, this is the end times. And, and Sid, I believe in the end times, it's not just about things getting darker, but there's a polarization. The dark gets darker, but the lights have to get brighter. That's what God is calling us to do. We are to shine. This could be our greatest moment. If these are the days of Elijah, we must become the Elijahs of the day. You know what? You have, there's a Hebrew word. You have to be mashuga, crazy not to be ready at this time. But I'll tell you what, if the plagues, so to speak, were not coming, you have to be mashuka, crazy to not want intimacy with God. I know what it's like to be a Jew without intimacy with God. And I like intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. The presence of God, there is nothing to compare with that. Amen. If God is for you, who can be against you? Tell me, you know, you know really, re re really, people, come to your senses. I want to shake you. Sell out the kingdom of God. It's on us. It's in us. It's here. Why are you waiting for something? That, today is the day of salvation. Yes. Today is the day that you repent of your sins. Today is the day that you make Jesus your Messiah and Lord. Today is the day you start reading your Bible every day. 
Today is the day, Joseph. Give me a question. (laughs) John and Diane are asking, is it possible to move God to spare America? I believe my, my, my sense is we're beyond that point. I believe that we've crossed the line and it's not, it's not, listen, keep in mind, there's something called a severe mercy. I believe that if there was not a shaking of America, we would not, there'd be no hope. So I believe that I should be praying for God to use all these things for this to happen. If it keeps going the way it's going without anything, there would be no hope at all. So I, the, the ultimate thing is, I, I don't know that I would pray that. I would pray that God uses all things to bring people to salvation, repentance, and revival. That's what I believe. I believe that too, but I'm going to tell you something. All we need is 10 righteous people to change the mind of God. Do we have 10 righteous people out there? Do we have 10 righteous people here? Joseph, you have a question. I do. Um, Edmund is asking, if God provided manna from heaven for Israel during their time of desperation, uh, can we depend on God to provide for us at this time? We have to depend on God every moment, no matter what happens or doesn't happen. We have, God is everything we have, and whether it comes through natural means or supernatural means, it's God. It's the same thing. So yes, absolutely. Just like Elijah, that, that paradigm, he lived in a time of judgment and famine, yet he was taken care of. He was plugged into God. So I believe that the key thing, I mean, listen, talk about preparation. The most important thing is that you're right with God. That's it. Everything else is second to that. You're right with God in his will. He's in charge of the rest. So yes, God will provide as he provided before. At the same time, it says the wise man prepares as well. God works through all these things, but it's all God. I don't quite understand this, but there is such a presence of God that has just come on this set. I believe that there will be major miracles that are about ready to take place. Jonathan, what is the best sanctified advice that you can give the people that are watching right now. <clears throat> the advice is, I was, the time is late. Whatever you've had, whatever God is calling you to do, do not say tomorrow. Now, today is the day to do it. Today is the day. God is our rock. Remember that no matter the mount, let the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, we will not be moved because God is our refuge at all times. So God will keep you, but the time is now to do whatever you would do in getting right, in preparing. That is the thing. But knowing that there is nothing, we have nothing to fear if you're in God, nothing to fear at all. I believe this could be truly the greatest times we have ever seen spiritually because, because the Lord's heart is that none should perish. The Lord's heart is redemption and salvation. And so I believe if we are ready, we could be on the verge truly, not the way we might want it. You know, excuse me, it's not going to come easy, I believe. I'm just going to come hard. But that could be the greatest revival, end time revival we have ever seen if we are ready. Okay, we have, we have a question I just from our audience. And the question is, uh, do you think Jewish people are going to be saved yes. in this move of God's yes. spirit? What do you say? I do, I do. First of all, the, the, I believe that the dyna- there's a mystery that the dynamics of the age are, it's almost like a mirror image. What happened in the beginning happens at the end. Huh. Israel's at the beginning, Israel's at the end. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Jewish believers have their moment at the beginning, they have their moment at the end. Jew and Gentile, the church coming back to Israel, that was the beginning, it's happening now. So all these things are there. So this, I believe it cannot be complete until the Jewish believer, we're seeing the beginning, we're seeing Jewish people come to the Lord, that's the first stage. But the next stage is them to rise to their calling as in the book of Acts. So I believe it's a, another kind of mystery that as the Jewish, you know, as the Jewish believer disappeared 2,000 years pretty much, 
the spirit, the heavy outpouring of the spirit also, also disappeared. And now the spirit, the heavy pouring is back. The Jewish believer is back. Israel is back. And at the same time, though, one other thing, when you had the book of Acts, you also had, you had a persecuted, uh, you had a persecution culture. You had a, a you had an anti-Christian global culture. Well, you you're getting that again, but that's not a bad thing. That thing, what that's going to do is it's going to take this faith from being an establishment faith to become a radical faith, to be, to, from being a, a, a status quo faith to be a, a revolutionary faith and also for its Jewish roots to return. So I believe, yes, I believe that this is part of the shaking that will lead to that. Jonathan, a final word. Listen, people are saying, how do I be safe? You know, how many, uh, where should I be? Where should I go? Well, yeah. the safest place, let me say one Hebrew word. The word for safety in Hebrew is Yeshua. And Yeshua is ah. Jesus. The, the outside of him, there's no safety. Inside of him, there's no fear. Don't fear. Just get, every, get your life in Yeshua, Jesus. If you're in him, get more in him. And you will not fear. You will stand because the Lord will be your safety. Okay. There are two types of people that are watching us right now. There are people that believe in God. But I have to tell you, this seeker-sensitive, uh, sloppy, do anything you want, oh, God's grace will take care of No, without repentance, right. you won't even see God. Right. This is the time for you to repent Tell God you're sorry for your sins. And the good news is the Lamb of God has been slain for the sins of the world. The Messiah, Jesus, this is your time to be right with God. This is your time to get rid of those little sins. You don't want any openings in your armor. You want to be clear and clean before God, a vessel of God. We're coming into the greatest move of God's Spirit in history. I mean, the, we're going to see limbs grow out right before our very eyes. This is the moment that you've been created for. This is the moment you've been called to the kingdom for. The choice is yours. You're either going to make God God or you're going to play games. Choose this day whom you shall serve. But as for me and my house, we are serving the living God. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn stunned millions in America and around the world with God's prophetic revelation in his New York Times bestseller, The Harbinger, and then in his book, The Mystery of the Shemitah Revealed, which foretells current events. Now he uncovers what's beyond The Harbinger and The Shemitah. What is next? Call right now to get Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's exclusive offer, which includes his six-part prophetic audio CD revelation, newest prophetic mysteries revealed, plus his powerful DVD, The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked. Yours for a donation of $49. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9344. The Shemitah impacts and transforms the realms of economics, production, trade, labor, consumption, commerce, finance, credit, and debt. In judgment, the Shemitah could even determine a nation's existence or the lack of it. This exclusive six-part prophetic audio CD series is not available anywhere else. It contains revelations not contained anywhere else. Understand what's next beyond the Harbinger and the Shemitah. What lies ahead in the wake of this Shemitah year? What does Iran have to do with biblical prophecy concerning warning and judgment? What will happen to America if its faltering relationship with Israel continues? What is the return of the second Harbinger? What significance is the Elijah paradigm? What is the act of desecration that precedes judgment? And how can we prevent it? 
What are concrete steps we can do to prepare practically and spiritually? How can you and your family survive, overcome, and prosper during the approaching storm? How can you be a part of the greatest revival of all time that is yet to take place on planet Earth? This six-part prophetic audio CD series is only available through this It's Supernatural TV offer. Just before judgment comes to any country, historically, biblically, in the Old Testament, God would raise up a Jewish prophet. And just before the Messiah returns to Israel, God is raising up Jewish prophets. You must heed what God has revealed to them. I believe Rabbi Jonathan Kahn has been raised up by God for this moment in history. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's powerful DVD, The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked, is like nothing you've ever seen. With riveting visuals and illustrations, the prophecies concerning Shemitah and beyond will be understood like never before. This is also a great DVD to show or give to your unsaved or lukewarm loved ones and friends. If there's anything in your life that's not in the will of God, get it out now. Don't say tomorrow, do it now. If there's anything that should be in your life that God is calling you to, but it's not in your life, don't say, I'll do it tomorrow. Do it now. Time is short. Don't delay in getting Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's exclusive offer, which includes his six-part prophetic audio CD revelation, newest prophetic mysteries revealed, plus his powerful DVD, The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked, yours for a donation of $49. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9344. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9344 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest who has led worship for some of the largest miracle ministries on the planet is a worshiper. And when he worships, the tangible, manifest presence of God invades the place. And in God, all things are possible. Are you ready for the God invasion? Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide.